Pickaxe. Good morning and welcome back to the Trifles Podcast. Oh, good morning. Periods listening out for the door. Sips is nursing a very snotty nose. Oh, uh, apparently not yeah. COVID, he's no, told it's, me. Well, it, according to my 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 LFs, no, it's mm-hmm. not. So I'm just going to okay. assume it's not, but you never <laughs> your know. Hot, I guess. hot LFs. My hot LFs in my area, yeah. Yeah, in of, your nasal area. Yeah. yeah. Which is, is tricky to do due to the... The nature of this snottiness, but yeah, yeah. gosh, a cold! Wow, that does feel does feel novel. It does. After two years of um, people isolating and never coming into contact with each other, never getting colds, I have a cold every week now. It feels like. Well, you've got three kids now, so remember yeah. that the disease vector is quite rampant. You know, even the your... baby has an active social life now. She goes swimming what? once a week. She has a swimming class. She goes to the library for like songs and stories and stuff. It's like, man, oh everybody does more than me. Like, I don't do anything. <laughs> it's crazy. And she's six months old. Or I something. know. I know. <laughs> she's, that's hilarious. I love that she has a better social circle than you do. Yeah. yeah. yeah she goes to a book club. Yeah. She's got like coffee with the girls oh, like, on, a, on a Tuesday. Yeah. They have like a flower pressing thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know people like that who are constantly doing. On the go, cool sounding stuff. Yeah, um, and I'm just like sitting here in my pants playing another game of Dota, just like looking grumpy and watching a murder thing. I've been watching this <laughs> fucking con man thing on Netflix. Oh yeah, and this. Oh god, there's there's so much of it. It's just all the time these like docudrama, real life things. They all they vary between very serious and then sometimes sometimes kind of kind of faux serious right. and then sometimes just fully like f- faked. You know, they have yeah. actors doing stuff and doing little creepy bits for them. But this one, the one I watched lately was they'd obviously done some of the recording of the interviewees via COVID, right? Right. And they green-screened them all. So they all sat on these chairs and they green-screened them. But they then green-screened them into really creepy places, like like abandoned mental asylums oh, and like like horrible, ruined places, like the grimmest-looking, miserable places. And this one guy got green-screened. I think he said he didn't want to be green-screened into some creepy place. So they green-screened him into a bar but they did it so bad. Imagine all the locations were green screened like uh, Tarkov maps because like those oh all look God. like the worst places on Earth, right? It, they it, do. They, uh, it just kind of like, it kind of threw me off because they were doing these interviews in these places and they just looked totally normal and comfortable as if they were in their living room. Do you know what I mean? But, but if you were doing an interview in a abandoned mental asylum, you'd either comment on it or at least look slightly shifty occasionally because there's like jagged... Like dirty, rusty pieces of metal, like everywhere, like dripping ceilings. Like it was kind of like weird. Anyway, this one guy, I think he must have been a complainer or something, because you know that's how the editors and the, the production team fuck you is they they make you look weird or something in the yeah. in the post. And yes, if they don't like you, it's kind of like a waiter, you know, spitting in your burger. Apparently, type the Apprentice, the American Apprentice with Trump, was a bit like that. Like they really, yes, like when they when they floated the idea or whatever. It, the the idea was to find somebody like Trump, not necessarily Trump himself, who was just 
kind of like uh like eccentric old money you know like for like at the time sort of thing and then you know make make the show around them but like also it was kind of just a lot of people sitting around sort of laughing at whoever this person was sort of thing wow so they cut him to make him look like an asshole but it backfired and that kind of assholishness uh, yes came through as assertiveness or some sort of yes. somehow ended Kinda, up being yeah. Yeah, but like, wow. but certainly, like when you you hear the guys interviewed, it was like, yeah, I mean, like you know, we knew that he was like a bit of a boob, and you, you know, we went up to like his office. We were gonna film in his actual office, but it was like, it hasn't been touched since like the seventies. It it would like smelt like all moldy and shit, and like there was just like old papers around and stuff, like the, mm. you know, like the den of a madman sort of thing. So they had to like build sets and and stuff. So it was, oh my god, it's interesting, yeah, but. Yeah, so this one guy in the documentary, they put him into a bar, but they made him sitting on this stool so small and so weird that he looked like a tiny little like creature in a in a toy in like like he was like a toy in a big in a real shop, you know? Yeah. Um, the scale was so off that it just didn't make any fucking sense. Um, and it kind of it was weird. Anyway, this 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 is a documentary about Billy Milligan that that it's called the, the Twenty Four Faces of Billy Milligan or whatever, and it's it's about him because he was one of the first sort of major split personality people, and he, he claimed to sort of have twenty four different personalities now, inside is, him. Can I just ask about the whole split Go personality on. thing? Is it a real thing? Yes. So, but but is it is it like so people literally have different people inside them. It's not something they just, they're crazy, so they do this. This is this is an actual condition. It is a real thing. I well, feel like there's degrees of thing. it as well, right? Like Absolutely. Like um, they talk about it a lot in the documentary, and they spend a lot of time going over that people just don't believe it's real. And I think it's one of these things that tends to only happen with a great deal of trauma, mm. and it's to do with sort of almost a schizophrenic thing where you kind of box away terrible events and or or, or coping or deal dealing with yeah. with terrible things that have happened. Like I think he was kind of when he was a kid, he was kind of abused and and kind of trapped, locked in a barn and beaten and stuff like this, and he developed Jesus. these sort of these sort of these personalities to kind of uh, like a naughty personality to kind of escape and a, right, a yeah. good personality to deal with this person. Like he almost like he had to like put on this different face every time he dealt with different people, you know, the school and the, 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 the different parents and the different people in his life. And so that sort of changed gradually into this, 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 this kind of strange thing where he, he became a, a rapist and was okay. arrested for it and put in, yeah. and he pleaded sort of insanity Right, and he had these lawyers who did this great deal of sort of study on it. So the the idea behind pleading insanity, because I mean, let's face it, you are insane. Like if you're raping people and also committing most other like uh, serious crimes, but like, is the idea behind pleading insanity is that you're somehow going to like escape normal punishment and end up somewhere else or whatever? Like it's it seems like such a trope, right? The whole pleading yeah, insanity thing. It but does. like, what's and what's the benefit of just pleading insanity like clearly you're not going to get let off like in any meaningful way from doing something super terrible well, right like again it's 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 basically uh, they go through this in the documentary too but it, it basically argues that there it's not their fault because of a, a mental illness that there right, was okay. they had an they they don't even really realize that they did it do you right. see what i mean that they can't you you almost can't take them to court because it's kind of like 
trialing a dog for something they did doing they don't realize they did <laughs> right, it wrong. but, uh, but then what's the outcome you know what I mean? though like they still get well punished, the outcome right? is they like... still get put in prison for life usually yeah um but they get put in back in the day it was much crueler um they kind of put them in these sort of warehouses for the criminally insane right um it was terrible even even relatively you know in modern times these places were not very nice places to go and I'm sure prisons aren't very nice to go nowadays. I mean, honestly, but neither are um, these asylums. No. And, and no, but but in in his case, the, it sort of came about though at a time when there'd been this movie called Sylvie, which was based on a book about this person who had split personalities. And I think it was it was it was in vogue right at the time. Oh, so they think he of... was using a fashionable excuse yeah I, I, and anyway the documentary is really quite interesting i i i, I didn't hate it and and i, you I didn't hate maybe... it what a review yeah didn't i didn't move over mark didn't hate it 26 percent <laughs> on rotten tomatoes well well i think they talk a lot about this sort of idea of split personality because it is so interesting right it's so right. like weird that someone yeah, can is. be this person and it this is person. weird yeah because he said he, he got a lot of people on board so daniel keys for example is the author who wrote uh, flowers for algernon which is a book that i read relatively recently and right. thought was was pretty good and it was his only book it's about, um, he was a psychiatrist, Daniel Keyes, and he then got involved with Billy Milligan as someone who was going to write his life story. Um, and so they sort of ended up meeting a lot. But but it turns out that when you sort of talk to someone a lot about their split personalities and their mental illness, it makes them have, makes them split more. <laughs> and it makes them have more personalities. Apparently in the documentary, they talk about someone who has been studied immensely about their split personality. And they now have 120 different personalities, you know. And so apparently it's one of these things that if you just, it, it just compounds itself. And so almost you shouldn't... Um, give people an excuse to oh can i talk to Stephen now or could i talk to marjorie now oh you know, yeah you, i see what you mean like yeah. you, you shouldn't be doing that really with someone who has this kind of um problem because they usually it, it, it doesn't help i think it's very complicated dealing with mental illness you know of this of this kind or, or certainly these people who've had these terrible things in their life that have made them go go this way um anyway it turns out that that billy milligan you know he sort of he sort of it's it's really a strange character. He got better, he got worse. Um he's he's thought to have committed some murders. <laughs> Jesus. So Christ. there's there's more to it. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's dead now. So don't worry, he's not coming to get you. It's it's all in the past. Thank you. It's an interesting that. story. Um yeah, so so I, I enjoyed that. What got, what have you guys done this week that was was interesting? I watched all of season three of Afterlife, which I enjoyed. Oh, the Ricky Gervais oh, I didn't, thing. I didn't watch either. I watched season one, but I didn't watch two or three. So yeah. Is it worth a watch? Uh, yeah, I mean I liked one and two, and three just came out. It's the last one. It ends. People say it's more upbeat. Um, than the previous two. Uh, it's a very it's quite, sad show. It is a sad show, but really it's, uh, sad show. it's it's really well written. I mean, you know, considering it's you know just Ricky Gervais writing it as well, like it's 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 pretty um it's pretty remarkable, honestly. Like I, I thought it was good. I, I don't think it was reviewed very well. I think I, I think there was a lot of criticism of it or whatever. But uh, I, I've seen I it, it was reviewed great. well. I like yeah, it. I, I, I really I've watched it. the first two seasons. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I love the scene with the fish fingers. That is my favorite scene. The in fish it. fingers. So, which um... so he goes into a cafe with this kid. Oh yeah, and 
he's not very hungry, so they tries to order the kid orders like fish fingers and chips and beans, and he's like, I'll have that as well. And the sort of waitress is like, Well, you can't have that. That's on the kids' menu. And he's like, Well, but it's on. But you yeah. know, it's a smaller portion. You know, that's why it's cheaper. It's for kids. And she's like, No, no, no. You can't. Well, you can't order it. And it's it's like one of those moments where you you it's like a Larry David kind of curb your yeah, yeah. moment where. It's, it's, and he sort of, it's obviously, a, his character is this kind of, oh, it's, it's so satisfying he's, he's kind the way of he. Bullshit, I, I, yeah, he, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of sort of like subtle or maybe not so subtle sometimes commentary on, on social stuff that is, it, it's, it's quite funny in the show because he's very much like, fuck off you cunt <laughs> like you know yeah, like you just exactly uh, like like especially um, season three there's like a, a lot of a lot of emphasis on him just calling everybody a cunt and it's, it's good, good. It's, it's funny yeah good. no it's 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 almost like so cathartic though because it's yeah it's these situations where he his character is willing to just not, not give a not fuck give a shit uh, yeah yeah about other people especially when they're in the wrong yeah and just just call them out and so he calls out this waitress and he says well the kid's gonna have two children's fish and chips and beans right or yeah. so the waitress is like oh is he gonna eat two of them is he and he's like yeah he is um so she brings them out and she puts them in front of the kid <laughs> and there's this like staring moment where she like is almost like challenging him to do something and not going away and the, the chef's looking in from the kitchen as well like he's interested if you know he's on her side kind of thing. <laughs> and then ricky gervain's character just reaches across like grabs the fish fingers from the plate shoves them all in his mouth <laughs> 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 and just crunches down in front of Man, them both like really oh it's just so good it's there's a, a good similar moment. scene in uh in atlanta i don't know if you guys ever watched atlanta with i watched uh, some of the first series oh it's very funny but uh there's a there's a similar scene where he goes to mcdonald's or the equivalents in the in the show uh to, he wants to order a happy meal for his daughter but his daughter's not there so he goes in he's like hi can i ha get a happy meal please and uh and and the person serving him is like uh you're an adult you can't get one he's like oh no no it's for my daughter i'm gonna take it home for her. she's like no i can't give that to you like unless your daughter's here and he's like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, if I, you know, I need a happy meal for my daughter, but even if I was going to eat it, I can have a happy meal, right? But like, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. it's the world's gone mad in some ways. I, I some think respect, it's just right? people, people that have no idea what their actual job is. Yeah. They are, like, the moment it varies even slightly. Like, I've, they I've just said go, this you can't do that because they haven't been told they can. Yeah. And they've been given no agency in their job. So you're told, no. Most kids tend to buy Happy Meals. An adult tries to buy a Happy Meal. You, your immediate response isn't, oh, that's unusual. Or maybe he's buying it for his kid. Your response is, you, you can't do that. Yeah. Like it's, that's not normal. So you I mustn't do it. I, I feel like I've, I mean, I've, I've definitely said this before and I've, I've done this before in, in jobs that I've had, but like, you know, like, you know, somebody says like, oh, oh shit, you know, I accidentally, um, I didn't realize there was like two cans of beans, but you only charged me for one. I just like, ah, whatever, just keep it. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. there's, there's moments like that in, in a job where, you have to realize. Hang on a second. Like, what, is what am important? I? Yeah. Is this is 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 this a is this a fight worth taking? Or you know, like you like knowing when to pick your battles and stuff. Yeah. And 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 usually yeah. the right answer is not very often. Yeah. <laughs> Especially well, if it's over a can of beans or a fucking happy meal. Yeah. I'd rather somebody get a free can of beans <laughs> or or whatever. Right. So here's, you know what here's I mean? one for you guys care. talking about talking about um, picking your battles. 
Last, uh, I feel it was it earlier this week. I think it was very late last week. My neighbor's motorcycle got stolen. Did I talk about this on last? No, week? no. holy crap! So what, like just pinched right from? So get this outside his house or something. Ten to seven in the evening. Yeah. So not late. Wow. Broad daylight. Well, if it was summer, yes. Well, <laughs> it was it's more uh, like three hours after the sun went down. Yeah, 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 so yeah. pitch black. Oh but yeah, it was, of course. It was yeah, dark. it's January. Yeah. So uh, my daughter sort of goes out to to guides. And as she's on her way out to go, she notices that the the cover for my neighbor's motorcycle, which he he parks in the road, um, covers it, locks it. The cover was on the floor and she thought, that's weird. And I saw a a message from my neighbor on our little road WhatsApp group. And she said... um, did anyone see anything? My husband's motorcycle is missing, and we. She was like, "We. It, they must have stolen it in the last couple of hours." Everybody's checking their ring doorbell for video and everything like that. And we got a. We've got a CCTV uh, thing around our house, so I, I fired that up and, and wound it back a little you bit. You put on your detective I did. Uh, hat. I, and I literally coat. did the. You went down into the basement. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, you smoked. They got the pipe got the out. Ah, oh, yes. Mm, the case. <laughs> this is uh, this case is warm. We must tackle it before it grows cold. And I looked, exactly. and there you can see these two scrotes uh, in their tracksuits and hoodies with their masks on and everything. Oh, coming shit. along, and uh, they see the motorcycle. They wind up the cover, have a look at it, go around the corner for a second, then come back. And one of the one of the kids, he's he's not old because he can barely get on the the motorcycle. Like his feet barely touch the ground. Just gets on it and wheels it away. Fuck. Down into the park. Just gone. Just wheels it away. Jesus. Two minutes later. My neighbor's uh, curry arrives. They'd ordered a curry, takeaway curry. Literally two minutes after uh, the the motorcycle was stolen, the curry arrives. Now, my question is, if you are, if I'd opened my front door and seen these lads with the motorcycle, I might, I didn't even, honestly, we didn't even know this motorcycle belonged to our neighbor. It could have been, right. like, honestly, I'd never seen him use it. Obviously, he used it, but I, I'd never seen him using it. I had no idea they owned a motorcycle. Um, right. Even though it's parked outside, I, it's just one of those things. I don't think they've had it that long. I don't think he's used it that much. So that that was my thought, that they'd followed him back. You live you live kind of out of the way. I know that. Like, it's not on a main road. No, it's so, not on a main road. So. so so they wouldn't just be driving by, right? Yeah. It's not, there's no through traffic at all. Right. So, is there? but they're, they're, they, they, they can get to a park very quickly right. or sort of like right. an area where you're sort of not on a road at all. Okay. So I have a feeling that what they've done is just wheeled it off into the park. So my neighbor was like, I reckon they've hidden it under some branches and they'll come back for it at night. And I was like, that sounds a little bit outlandish for me. Uh, yeah, I the, don't The next night it turned up oh. and they'd, oh. they'd gone into Twickenham and there's like a waterfront area in Twickenham and they'd just obviously been riding it up and down there at night off their tits on Ket and balloons or whatever nice. the kids do these days, and just smashed it up a bit and just left it. So How did they get it going? Because this is the, the key, question. I guess. This is the question. I do not know. So whether it's just that easy to hotwire a motorcycle, um, whether my neighbour accidentally fucking left the key in it or something, I don't know. Hmm. Um, but essentially, they found it. So I, I was like, stealing it was bad enough. The fact they weren't even stealing it to sell for something important like drugs. Or, <laughs> something important, or, yeah. Or, or hookers or something. You know, they're just literally nicking it to just fuck enjoy about with it for an evening it, yeah. and then dump it. And you think that's so fucking shit. Like, that it's is good. really shit. I love that the kids are doing this. They're still doing it. You know? No, well, <laughs> but what changes. would you have done if you opened the door? If it's your motorcycle, that's the confrontation. Because there were like three but of look, them. Look, there's all, look, you know, their generation's different. They got Fortnite now and stuff, right? But they're still choosing to go out 
Nothing changes, P Flat. So you're just they're you're all... happy that they're out and about. I'm no, I'm just saying I'm glad that the you know in the hundred years it, it gives me you know reassurance that there's still going to be long after I'm dead, hundreds of years in the future, there's still going to be scumbags <laughs> yobbing around the street with, who were fourteen oh. year olds wearing Burberry. Um, fucking stealing people's shit from outside their houses. No, I mean nothing's ever going to change on that front. It's Do they just... think that these motorbikes just like a part of like a tree? Do you know what I mean they just they spawn <laughs> randomly That's around such town? Such a bad comment. We finna go trees, do you? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we do they just walk around until they fucking find one? Because it feels like, you know, they, they must cover a lot of ground to find so they, this stuff. That's, that's exactly what they do. Um, you, you can see, like when you see these lads walking around, you think, I've never seen that lad on my road. He doesn't live on this road. I wonder what he's up to. And it feels bad, but the point is they are literally scoping it out. And multiple times we'll we'll have video that people have shown of like they've had all their, their bicycles nicked from their shed. Uh, sometimes from the little lockable shed in the front garden. Yeah. And you'll see on the ring doorbell footage that, you know, everybody's sharing their shit around like neighborhood nosy watch. You'll see, oh yeah, there they are at four o'clock, walking about, they stop, they have a nose about, they go away, they come back at, at midnight, and they nick it all. So that's exactly what they do. Like they, These guys walk around, you, there's multiple people you'll see walking around, testing the handles on everybody's car doors all the way up and down. Yeah. Like these, they, there's just, this is what they do. This is like their version of how hard they, the office is. They walk around <laughs> the neighborhood until they find some opportunity. Just scoping out the neighborhood, yeah. yeah. It, it does boggle the mind though, that they don't have like a quick, they don't have a plan for this, right? That you, they. It's almost just like their their boring existence. It's I watched this viral YouTube video, which I'm sure a lot of you have seen already, because it was it was just it went viral about this guy who was kind of living in the sticks in America, and his YouTube he was a YouTuber, and his, his some of his gear got stolen. So he had like a bit of a farm and a bit of land, right? And this sort of this 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 guy turned up. Oh, and so, the, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so I we had some crossbows that. and some right, weird right. stuff, right? You've probably seen it, and it was amazing, really, because obviously the guy turned up and spray painted the camera that he saw but obviously after he'd been caught on it which right. is a bit weird yeah. and then but also missed another like two cameras that caught him from different angles yeah. you know it was <laughs> and so anyway he drove he drove up to this sort of farm had a peek around realized there was um sort of some stuff that he could just grab and so he sort of boxed it all up put it in his truck and drove off and what of course what this guy had done is he bought these apple eye tags yeah um which one of my friends got on his keys and when we actually went out with him last week and uh, he was like I'm going to throw my keys on the floor, uh, and you can you can see if you can find them, right? So he went off. We just I don't know why he did this, just to show me how cool they were, I guess. And it was like it, it basically pings you, and so I tracked down his keys. They were in like this bush, like about you know two minutes walk away in this park, and I was like, damn, like it's very impressive amazing, how yeah. the, the eye tags work. Uh, by the way, these eye tags are also used to like some some bad stuff as well. But you know, like to track people's wives and to like you know, <laughs> I was just uh, thinking to, I can put to one on Mrs. F. People. Like the like when Spider Man would always he'd always shoot one of those little Spidey tags. He also has uh, his family and his friends all have one, and so it's like an app where you can like see where all of your family and friends are at all times. You're like, oh, he's obviously going to the shops, you know, wow. or he's at work. It's kind of a bit creepy and weird, but it's also... Weird. yeah, that's sad. I don't know, like, sad kind of interesting. Would do that, yeah. It is kind of interesting to see see his little... Because he's got, like, 20 people on there, and you can, like... It's like it's almost like um, some Harry Potter shit. Do you know he's, what I mean? like, where, playing you know, Lemmings or something. <laughs> he can see, like, everybody. <laughs> no, no. It's like, you know what, the, in the Harry... Remind me of the clock that they have in the Weasley house in Harry Potter, where... Each of the family members has a hand on the clock and it points to where they are, like school, work, and then there's one 
area that says mortal danger and stuff. Anyway, um, I thought it was quite funny. You know, if you saw someone like standing on the edge of a volcano or something, you'd be like, oh, fuck. What's um, he doing there? <laughs> Get him out. <laughs> Send this, this guy's at an airport. He'll be all right. You know, he's obviously getting a helicopter. Oh, man. Uh, but no. Um, so, yeah, the, the, eye, the eye tracker. So he tracked this guy down and sort of followed him to his house. And realized that, of course, he was he was there with all of his stuff, and he'd just taken it all and put it in his barn. And so they he called the police, and they turned up and interviewed the guy, and he was like, "Oh no, no, I haven't got anything." And and they were like, "Well, look, you definitely have, um, you know, the the, the the tags are like pinging to this box you've got in your garage." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And so he was like, "You can't come back till you get a search warrant." So the police got a search warrant in like half an hour <laughs> because obviously they had very good reason to go in yeah, there. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh fuck, you're back with a search warrant already? I haven't even bothered to hide it." And so then he got sort of. Very tearful very and started crying. Yeah, bizarre. And he started like being very apologetic and saying, Oh, I've got I'm addicted to it and I can't help it and all this, you know, bullshit. Uh, you know, it, it was very embarrassing for him, obviously. But he was obviously just a chancer guy who did this, just went around and nicked stuff and didn't even have a plan to sell it or get rid of it, just wanted it, wanted it, just saw it, thought it was a knew it was someone else's, but thought it was kind of abandoned or something. And just thought he'd take it. It's kind of terrible, really. But I think what happens is people do it once, get away with it, and just think I'm. I can get. I can, look how easy that was. I've mm. gotten away with it, and then they get away with it until they don't. But yeah, uh, it was a really interesting thing. I think that is a thing that you could see on on YouTube. You know, someone would set up like a motorbike outside their house with dog poo all over it or whatever. Um, Jeremy, you know, in order to like you know trick local idiots into. You know, there is a bit of that on YouTube. I've noticed some like mm. channels that kind of want to trap thieves, yeah, yeah, or trap scumbags with things like that. Right? There's like setting up. It's almost like the anti-scammer thing. You know, there's a lot of people because there was a couple of popular Twitch streamers who would, you know, try and waste scammers' time or get scammers to like, you know, keep up, like drag them along or even like hack the scammer, yeah, uh, hack their computer, and you know give them a taste of their own medicine type thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it is very kind of, I don't know, like, I don't want to say cathartic, but what, what do I mean where the, the scammer gets scammed? It's very kind of justice. It's like satisfying yeah, to see these, sure. these people go down, right? But also at the same time, it's kind of, kind of awful, right? Like that these people get trialed by internet. Like that guy now who's been the victim of this thing is now... Sorry, not the victim, obviously, the, the the perpetrator of this, the guy who nicked the guy's stuff, you know, his face is all over the internet and, you know, obviously hundreds, hundreds of people will know who he is. All of his friends and community have kind of alienated him and some would say, well, he deserves it. But is it disproportionate how the, the internet's response could be, you know, affect his life based on what he did? I don't know. Yeah, um, it's a weird it's one, definitely, isn't it? definitely... Yeah, it's definitely something to consider. Uh, yeah, certainly like, you know, watching Billy Milligan and seeing how his fame, you know, because he, he became so famous that it sort of gave him all of this power. Who's Billy Milligan? He was the 24, the, 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 oh, right, the flipping, right. the, the multiple personality guy. Oh, you know, this, he got yeah, obviously yeah. super successful. And so as a result, he had oh, so one much... of his personalities got famous. The other one had no idea. Of yeah, that. the other <laughs> one was just like <laughs> at home. You Who's know, Billy Milligan? Eating macaroni, he was, didn't have any idea me. what was going on. Who the fuck is this Billy Milligan? I mean... Bro? It got it got him even more messed up because they eventually they he ran away from prison. Um, well, he wasn't in prison. He was in like 
various insane yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he ran away and they gave him a, a cover name you know like a witness protection kind of one of his one of his legal guys set him up with a alternate personality yeah. like they gave him like a different identity and he, he lived as a different guy for some time i mean if you're already a guy who has split personality i feel like the people inventing new ones for you is like fucking like the icing Just on the cake enabling it? it's it, it enablers <laughs> it's so funny before we continue, can I get a round of applause, everyone? Today, I'm excited to announce that Woo! Manscaped have launched their ultra-premium collection. Woo! That's right. Nice. It's for your not-necessarily-so-private parts. It has a leveled-up hygiene routine with a manly scent. Cool. It is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man. Covering head-to-toe, literally. Uh, Manscaped, obviously trusted below the waist, but you can now trust them with the rest. Nice. The ultra premium collection includes premium deodorant, Ooh. not for your balls, for your stanky armpits. Right. Uh, it dries clear. It's aluminium free or aluminum if you're American. Oh. Wait, they put aluminium in that stuff? Yeah, they, they do. Yeah. In- they, and there's like silver and stuff in it sometimes too. Jesus. It doesn't have any of that. Well, I want some aluminium free stuff. Thank yeah. you. It's got body wash to lather you up. It's got hydrating body spray. There's a two in one shampoo and conditioner. Thank you. Yeah, I've made good use of that. There is a free gift uh, a three-pack set of lip balms oh, oh, pop them in your pocket yeah. I need a uh, with balm. ingredients such as peppermint eucalyptus oil and vitamin e to keep those chappers moist so uh, that my my new year's resolution was to keep my chaps as moist as possible so this is perfect <laughs> for me this is great stuff well you can get it today at manscaped.com 20 percent off of free shipping with the code triforce that's 20% off free shipping with the code trifles at manscaped.com. Thank you very much. On with the show. Anyway, I've got something for us to do, which I thought was funny. Someone sent this to me on Twitter. Traditional phrases, right? You know, like uh, old old phrases are going out of fashion. They did a poll of under 50s, mm. okay? And, I mean, we're not we're under 40s, um, just about. Let's just pretend. Um, but but I wanted to check with you, Sips, and PFLAX to some extent, if you recognise these phrases and what they mean. Right. And would you use them in everyday conversation? Are you thinking I think, I'm I think more I likely to recognise them? Yeah, maybe flax. This is more of a flax thing, maybe. Because, I mean, some of these might be British-specific as well. Which oh, that's true, so, yeah. so, so these are all phrases that are endangered, which means that 50%, at least, of people under 50 don't okay. recognise Can I guess, right. is one of them, many a mickle makes a muckle? Because that's one my mum says all the time. Many a mickle makes a muckle. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Well, I don't, exactly. I've never heard that. Many a mickle many, makes a muckle. Many, a many small amounts means. accumulate to a large amount. Right. So, so it's like saying, "Look after the pennies and the pounds will look after themselves." That kind of thing. Well, number one or number seven on the list is a stitch in time saves nine. Saves nine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that that sounds like a really British one as well. If something's about <laughs> to rip. You get a stitch there. Stitch. It's not, you know, early. When you hear stitch, you just think of like Mary Poppins and then you think, yeah, it's British for sure, right? Right. Like, uh, a stitch in time stitch. saves nine. So yeah. it's not saying a stitch in time, you know, it's saying a stitch in time. Yeah. So if you get oh. it, if you solve a problem early, it, yeah. it, it stops it exacerbating later. Yeah. 
I hope you have exactly. some North American ones on there, like uh, you know, life is like a box of chocolates and like that that kind of stuff. Like that's I mean, I'll that's be more exactly, familiar I guess with those ones. I think many a mickle saves a makes a muckle is makes already out. It's many a pickle. Let's hear some others. Give me some. That's others. already dead. That okay. one. Do you know what I mean like no one knows that it's too weird and too? It too might be unique. a bit of a northern thing. It sounds very northern. Yeah, anyway, it does. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, these honestly, I recognise almost all of these, but um, I wonder if Sips will. Okay. Uh, this is one my my dad used to say. Right. I won't recognise this one probably. How, how about you give us the start, and we'll see if we know the end. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I'll just I'll tell you the phrase in the way it's supposed to be said. Okay. And then you tell me what you think that means. Or, okay. Or right, right, right. 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 So Sips Sips could do it first, and then if he doesn't know it, P Flex, okay. you can get it. Okay. That's a turn up for the books. Yeah, well, I, I've heard this one for sure. Yeah, a turn up for the books. That that just means oh, that's a that's a good result. That's a good thing, right? Like uh, it's <laughs> yeah, it's uh, noteworthy. So it comes from the bookies, right? Yeah, a turn up. It's like a it's like a horse racing thing. Yeah, right? that's a that's a that's a classic. <laughs> easy. Yeah, that's easy an e- one. Really easy one. Yeah. All right. Next, pardon my French. Well, yeah, that's just uh, that's just a cover for swearing, right? Like, say, oh, part of my French, but uh, you know that guy's all of these, a fucker, yeah. So, the fifty percent of people under fifty don't recognize that phrase. Wow, somehow, well, a lot it's of this stuff. A lot of these will have been in like older shows and stuff too, right? Like, I'm, I'm sure oh, most of most of these. Um, oh my god, you're so right. Are used it's in so like fools and now. horses and stuff, right? Like, so, so we were doing this thing the other day, and we were talking. Me and Simon were talking about mystic meg and alex was like you guys better explain who mystic meg is just in case and right I was like, oh my god you're right we do have to um but this uh, like i feel like we are f- like we're full of these 90s references that are now completely out of date right? well yeah but then again, sometimes, you meet, like... sometimes you meet someone who knows them all you know yeah. sometimes you meet like a teenager who knows everything all these old references but but others are like they've just but even we sometimes miss them right anyway that, uh, the, wait pardon my french is in ferris bueller's day off when he's doing an it? impression of um oh that's of mr rooney that could be pardon true, yeah. my french but you're an asshole <laughs> <laughs> he says it there that's it how's that on wikipedia i'd forgotten so it is used in america as well apparently the original derivation was literally from people using french and then saying "pardon my French" literally meaning "excuse Mailed. me for speaking French." Pardon my French. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. that would be or the double meaning of "ta mère." Yeah. You're a shoe? Is that what "tut in culotte"? No, you're a pair of shorts. Something. Yeah, that's it. You're a pair of underpants. You're you're a pair of like like under undergarments. Yeah, I can't remember what the bad ones actually are. Uh, selling like hotcakes. They're selling like hotcakes. Yeah, that's a that's uh, a classic as well. It's just uh, just it's just saying like something's popular, right? How is that? How is that going out? Of, out of, how, like, yeah. that, I use that every day. I, yeah, I mean that's a that's <laughs> yeah. a daily usage from me for sure. Yeah. Uh, Avogadro at this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's more of a London thing. That's like yeah. I always just say, "Oh, give us a goosey. Let's have a goosey." In other words, let's have a let's look. Have a goosey. Goose, yeah. Let's have a look. The goose and the gander. Yeah, these are fine. Okay, these are good. He's a good egg. Yeah, that's another one that you hear. No one says that about me. They just no. say he's an egg. <laughs> he's a bad egg. I don't know egg. where it comes from, but yeah, it's just a way of saying that somebody's nice or, you know, trustworthy or reliable or whatever. I'm glad you're getting all these because they're as easy as I thought they were. I am chuffed to bits that you're getting them, as, in fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, chuffed yeah. to bits, yeah. What about holly <laughs> yeah. bobs? I'm going on my holly bobs. Ever <laughs> hear, hear that one? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I mean, yeah. that's basically... 
It's close, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, at the moment, I am snug as a bug in a rug. Yeah. That's that's. I think that's a more of an American one, right? Snug as a you bug so? in a rug. Yeah. Where does that come from? Well, you're America. snug as a bug in a rug. It, it rhymes. <laughs> it's American for sure. But some some of these are actually super fucking old. Yeah. Like, yeah. It looks like from David Garrick from eight seventeen sixty nine. There you go. Yeah. A bug is an old English word that means like a hobgoblin or something. Or is it to do with a scarecrow? God. Oh, apparently the early use is he sits as snug as a bee in a box. <laughs> snug as a bee in a box. Never heard that. Yeah. One. Doesn't have the same. Uh, it doesn't have the same pizzazz as snug as a bug in a rug. No, it doesn't. It's weird how certain catches on. It goes back. Uh, anything you look at, any of these old proverbs, you can just keep taking them back in time. There's one from the 16th century where he says snug. Snug as pigs in peace straw. <laughs> Snug as pigs in peace straw. I don't know. It's not the same though, is it? No. You know, it's not got the same cadence. It's different. Let's just let's just do some of the harder ones. Because okay. I feel like go on then. Feel like this is it. I'm feeling confident now. I mean, I've known all of these so far. Me, me reading out this list is a little bit like pearls before swine. Oh, I've never heard that one before. You've never heard that no, before. That's a, that's definitely going that's out. That's a new one. Yeah. yeah I, what I, do you you think? don't hear that one. Well, that that means basically like uh, giving something that's sort of uh, fancy to someone who's not going to make a use of it basically right so it's sort of like yeah pearls before swine is like saying you know you're, you're, it's, you show a pearl necklace to a pig they ain't going to give a shit about it is basically yeah exactly it's wasted on them it's wasted on like them, that basically. time uh onslow won the ticket on the uh on the qe2 or whatever the the, the luxury cruise ship remember and he turns up in his fucking uh wife beater shirt and uh with the stains on it and his hat Remember keeping up appearances? <laughs> yeah, no, sure. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's like the same, right? Yeah, remember, I guess. Remember, remember, Hyacinth is like mortified because she wants to like get to know the captain and stuff. Wait, she did, did you watch like, this recently? No, not recently. Like it's just, it's just because I've that... heard you reference this show previously. It, it did not stick in my mind anywhere near as much as it clearly stuck in your mind. Well, I don't know, well, I haven't seen it recently, but I just like the show. It's just yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Really it's like funny. you remember. You're like, yeah. do you remember Hyacinth was trying to win every captain? Like he must have watched this show. A lot. No, and it, must just, have been it was a big on thing. TV. Like it was just memorable. A while back, and it just, it just, I don't know. I just always remember it being a particular funny episode. I don't remember every episode. I, of I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of it. Really? It's the same thing with with Frasier as well. Like I've watched probably certain episodes ten times, and then not another yeah. episode. Jimmy, because yeah. it was on every morning, like oh, before yeah. school. But they oh, just repeated yeah. it for years. It's on and Channel years. Four every day. The current, uh, the current part of the storyline that it's up to. It's like the later episodes because oh, Niles and. Daphne are married, but now it's like the it's like the the Ross and uh, Fraser stuff is starting as well, where they're like where she oh. where she is like in love with them, or but they've slept God. together at some point. How and did stuff. how did Seinfeld and Fraser continually get the hottest women in the world interested in them day I after know. day? It's crazy, right? It was it's and George as well. George in Seinfeld George is used just to get dating some, the yeah. hottest women ever, and I'm like, what? Well, what we were? Yeah, well, I mean, it's. <laughs> Look in real life though. Sometimes you're out and you see like just like the this big fucking nerd with like a with a hot babe, and you just yeah. Think, but they're well, normally rich. Like yeah, at least they would have that, something. But, yeah, I guess so. But like I like and I'm I don't like, know. damn, is that you, Sips from the internet? 
What is you? What you do with that hot oh, ass babe? Jeez, that's, that's how <laughs> you, I see you it. You know my wife. You're, I do. It's all pre-internet dating. Good one. It's all pre-internet dating. So yeah, you can't sense, you, you actually. can't just go through a huge list of of people and pick the hottest. Like you meet someone, they seem pleasant enough. You think, yeah, all right. Because how often do you meet someone? That that was the famous thing in New York. Is it's really hard to meet people. Whereas now, I'm sure it's easy to meet people. It's just hard to meet one you want to have anything to do with. Yes, don't let's not get started on that. But yeah. also, here's a good here's a good phrase i guess the pearls before swine is going out of fashion because people don't like to call other people pigs you know right. because they're like are you calling me a pig yeah you know whereas you it's not really that fucking pig mate. you fucking <laughs> call me a fucking pig nail your colors to the mask yeah don't come on sorry don't that's a, that's a famous this, one this one i've heard yeah it's not commonly used though i would say that this one is probably on its way out Right, but I have heard it before. What do you think it means? I I always thought it meant um that you you don't want to give away too much of of uh, of yourself. Like yes. you don't want to reveal too much. Yeah. Um, you don't whereas wanna... to say that he's nailed his colors to the mask is like standing his ground and say this is my position on this, and you know you might want to keep your cards closer to you your don't chest. Wanna to use you don't want to overcommit. You don't want to overextend. Definitely, it's kind of usually something which has been irreversibly they've irreversibly committed themselves to yes. a, yes. To a stance, no, and then there's no way out, sort of thing. Yeah. It, it comes from a uh, the naval th- tradition of of like making sure you couldn't run up the white flag. You're nailing the colors to the mask, which means you're going to fly your colors because when you strike your colors and bring up the white flag you're surrendering but if you yes. nail him to the mast you're saying we ain't fucking done here boys like can you imagine that the fight starts and the captain's up there with a hammer and you're like oh fuck he's done he's actually <laughs> sailed the colors it, to the mast it means We're you're going that. down yeah you're 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 not gonna you surrender you're going down swinging basically. that's it yeah, you're you're going down or or not at all. Oh, by the way, let me tell you about this dream I had last Go night. On. This is this is I don't normally do dreams, but this was weird. Right. Uh, I dreamt that um I was on board a ship right. and the captain of the ship was a Labrador. Was it, the, okay. was it the QE2? No, it was like a naval ship, like a oh. you know the Napoleonic era, Trafalgar, you know all the you know all that kind of thing. And the, the, okay. the dog is the captain. He's got the full hat on, the regalia and everything. And the crew were like, huzzah for Captain Dog. And the ship's coming along. And <laughs> one guy's like, Captain Dog, we have spotted the French fleet. And he, because he's a dog, he just says nothing. He's just staring straight ahead. And they're like, should we keep going, Captain Dog? He just says nothing. And then they keep going. And, they, and the, one of the lieutenants is like, yes, the captain is right. We shall ride, We shall sail into them without changing direction. We shall pay them no heed. And they just keep going. They're getting blasted to bits. And a French ship comes up alongside them. And Captain Dog sees a poodle, because it's a French poodle, as the captain of the French ship. And he jumps, right. he jumps over to the ship. And the crew are like, the captain is boarding alone. And he just has sex with the poodle on the other... <laughs> on the other <laughs> ship and they were like captain and that was it i woke up nice what the, what That's was your role one. on this ship i'm just watching do you want to, just do you need some dream analysis like what does this mean no i don't need any dream oh, analysis right, okay. i think my brain just thought this is a funny idea and just stuck it in my head you didn't think that was like a key to like board the you know he's boarding let's go men you know no, they just the like watched, think, no no because i'm not there i'm just like i have dreams like this quite often where i'm it's like i'm watching a movie like i'm not in the dream oh. i don't feel Right, it's just stuff happening. Oh, I'm usually fact, there. A lot of my, I'd say about half my dreams, I'm not in them, <laughs> which is oh. kind of tragic. But I, I'm just, you know, I'm not even invited to my own dream. You're I'm having just someone else's dream. Man, yeah. I, I hate those ones where like you're 
I, like where you're you're running in a race or something and your legs just don't feel right like they're not working properly and stuff i get those a lot and and the ones where like i'm flying uncontrollably like i'm in a i'm in like a school gymnasium playing basketball and then i i, I start like floating around in the in the gymnasium and i can't really control myself and it's like kind of scary mm-hmm. right like you've had the burping from um Willy Wonka. Yeah, it's a burp. bit like that. Yeah. yeah, without the burping and without your your grandpa, <laughs> you stressing out. <laughs> granddad, oh, Granddad, I can't stop burping. Uh, it's okay, Charlie. Just, <laughs> just it's okay, Chris. Just, 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 just let it suck out. My cock. Fart. Just fart. <laughs> no, Wait, Granddad, no. <laughs> That's not no. this dream again. Oh my God, not that. Uh, that's different. Yeah. That's how you get personalities if you're not careful. I hate those those dreams, but like I don't get them like super often. But they, I always remember them. Like uh, they're weird ones. Eh? So um, it's number number three on the list of phrases that go in out of fashion mm. is colder than a witch's tit. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a, a great one. That's use a, that that's all a, the time. That's a, that one is used. I know. Although I sometimes like sometimes you say um, that's got to be a really as, old one though. As right? baggy as a witch's sleeve or a wizard's sleeve. You can say. Oh, as saggy as a yeah. as saggy as a What about smoother than a baby's ass? That's yeah, a, that's obviously that's an old one as well, right? A baby's bottom, yeah. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. I mean one of the um, least less pleasant ones I've heard is that she has a fanny like a joiner's bag. Christ. <laughs> a joiner's bag. I recognize hell. exactly the kind of <laughs> yeah. one you're talking I can about. Picture as well. it. I can picture it. Yeah. yeah. All right. How about this? If I said to you, pip pip. What what would that mean? Uh, it'd be like it it it'd be like kind of saying um you know like um pip, pip. You, you know like you like, like like come on let's go like let's get a move on sort of thing or like maybe kind of like a hello ish as as well it's like well actually it's, it's it's more it's more goodbye all right actually so you say like pip pip cheerio sort of thing yeah I it always is. thought pip pip was used in cheerio con- yeah in conjunction with cheerio so yeah maybe a goodbye but it used to be more of a greeting you're right it used to be more like pip pip yeah. what's going but on I here mean, that, 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 kind of that, in lots of different languages like uh, like chow can be used as like a, 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 a hello and a goodbye right in like Italian and other other like uh latin based languages you you know well it, it's one of these things and, and is... even like in french you could say bonjour to say like uh hello but you can also use it as a as a goodbye as well you can i say, think you could use it as both just like saying good day you know like you could say good day to somebody in english and as a greeting or or as it a it does sound so toffee nosed to doesn't yeah, it though it does, so yeah. good day. posh, posh yeah. sounding that there's no way that you can't Get you cut the people. Even you know, no one wants to be seen as 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 a as a as an, as an upper class Brit. You know, it's not something which very some people play off it yeah. um, and and use it to their advantage. But mostly, it's kind of you just, you're seen as out of touch. You're seen as kind of I don't know evil. I don't mm. know, like mm. kind of it's it's definitely a, it's for a long time the rich Brit has been a villain in yes, things. That is very um, a very common. Thing, and so it? you know it's not it doesn't you know it, it doesn't work to be seen as too upper class um and and yeah although it does play well in certain certain circumstances you know we like to have an upper class voice as the pilot of our plane or as our surgeon <laughs> or as our prime minister yeah you know but but other than that i think um 
It, yeah, it's definitely. I can see that disappearing. Pip, pip. Yeah, you don't really get that in North America, right? Like, well, I, I guess pip, like pip. the equivalent oh, would have been like, uh, you know, somebody with an accent like Frasers, but you you don't really hear that that often, right? No, it's I not uh, unless they're only mockingly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for the most part, like if you're on a plane or whatever, it's always like. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain, Todd Howard. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. You know, like, it's like that sort of sort of thing, right? Like, it's... Well, that's I guess... the American equivalent to Pip-Pip. We got him. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's like, you know, in pip, in, pip. Uh, in Britain, you'd oh, have, like... If anyone uh, said Pip-Pip to me, I'd be like, God, where are you? Where are you from? Or how like, old are like you? Lewis was just saying, you know, you kind of like you like that, like uh, you know, like a a plane pilot or like a narrated or something. It would be like you know, it sound like uh, you know David Attenborough or something like that. You know, like very very sort of like old and and posh. But like I don't think in in North America you don't really have that. You know, I could be wrong. More people, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe in your local area you say pip pip to one another and you're cool no, with it and no, you keep it around. No, I don't think anybody's really pip pip. I could anymore. be wrong on that one. One. I'm yeah. not super in touch. Uh, but do you know what, Sips of P-Flex? You really know your onions. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thanks very much, Lewis. Um... That's what uh, Alan Partridge says when he's uh, having sex with that woman in the dark. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know your onions, he says to him. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. You know, the, the most recent series of Alan Partridge, they, they've been pretty funny, honestly. If you I haven't could, seen it's them. Too, too cringy for me. I couldn't, oh, I couldn't do they, it. They are super funny still. Yeah, I'm happy with it. I, I can deal with it. Although, I, yeah, I, I have... Sometimes that's the same with Curb, though. I think and certain other things, like like certain episodes. The are most just a recent bit season of Curb had, was insane. It was so funny, though. It felt like it was kind of like back to form, you know? Like yeah. With, the, with Irma and the with the pool fence and everything, so yeah. Good. I haven't I haven't watched the late series yet. I'm, I'm oh man, it it's very funny. There's some really really funny funny parts in it. Funny uh, funny characters and shit. It's really good. Sips, do you know that? Uh, a nod is as good as a wink. <laughs> yeah, I love no, that. I never heard this one. A nod is as good as a wink to a blind maid. I think it is. I've yeah, or a blind this. horse. This yeah. is. Yeah. I'm unfamiliar with this one. Not is as good as a wink, Captain. I am uh, unfamiliar with this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually in like the nudge 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 nudge. Say no more. Nudge nudge, nudge wink wink. wink to blind back. Say no more. That's all Monty Python stuff, right? Like uh, yeah. Well, it's, it was like that. That was a sketch where they had this yeah, just string the guy of in meaningless the pub, like, innuendos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nudge nudge. Yeah. The other guy was very confused, and it got more and more ridiculous. I guess like a like a, like a, a more recent sort of version of that was the the suits you sir thing, right from the fast show. Like, uh, oh, yes, suits you sir, but like it was all <laughs> uh, it was you, all like innu innuendos exactly. And, stuff as well. and so it's it's kind of the context is that it's it's something something borderline illegal or some sexual innuendo is yeah. going no, I, on. I, I, I don't think that's what it, it means, is it? And not as good oh, as a wink. Well, it's like, it's, it's acknowledging that, that that you're ready to go. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah, oh, like, right. you're ready. you know, that, that they're willing to, to join you, not right. as good as a wig, like in, in any kind of, it's, it is very, like, it's a, it's a sort of subtle signal that you're, you're for it. ready to, under, ready to, Undertake Undress. something, okay, yeah, right. yes, and yeah. if and if you let me know, ready you know, to I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, not as good as a wink. If you if you get my meaning, you know, elbowing them. Oh yeah, say no more, say no more. Uh, anyway, uh, I am about ready for the knacker's yard, 
actually after this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. podcast. Yeah. That's where they take old horses. That's where they take them and they put them down. They do. And they, they turn and, them into and, Tesco lasagna. And a very British uh, thing, maybe not so much now, is, where, is, is, is describing yourself as knackered, right? Like, yeah, um, but apparently yeah. So it that. used to basically mean that you were exhausted from having sex. Right, yeah, like, but it used to have a more uh, innuendo-based meaning. Yeah, yeah right. whereas now it just means Now it just means you're tired as shit, yeah. Because yeah. I remember right. one time I said it. I was at a bus stop with my mum. I must have been about 12. And I said it, and her and this old fellow were like, <laughs> like laughing. And my mum was like, Teddy! And I was like, what? It just means tired. And he was like, <laughs> So obviously in, from his day, it did not just mean tired. Right. Uh, it it, it yeah. meant you'd... Um... I wonder if that's to do with the fact that it's sort of horses that get taken to the knackers yard after they've been studs or something. Perhaps, it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, anyway, that you you dropped a clanger there, yeah. you flax. Yeah. In what um, way? Oh, you mean with the bus stop thing? Yes, yes. Dropped a real you clanger You dropped a there, clanger. Yeah. Do, you, do you know that, Sips? Yeah. Okay, good. But you were keen as mustard. Yeah. Keen as mustard. I, I'm, a, I'm familiar with this one. Keen as mustard. <laughs> these, are all, these are all fine. Um, what about tickety-boo? Tickety-boo uh, just means like, yeah, go on. All good, like it's 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 tickety boo. It's all tickety boo. Yeah, you've been you've been fine with these. Uh, I've been um, I've been subjected to a lot of these. He's lived like over I said, here a long time. I've lived now. in in yeah. in uh, in the UK for like almost twenty years. So yeah, I'm bound to come across a couple of them. You yeah. were at least a few sandwiches short of a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, we all were. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's quite a gentle kind of way of saying that someone's losing their marbles isn't yeah. it a few sandwiches short of a picnic not the uh, and, um, and saying uh, not the sharpest knife in the drawer as well right for, yeah when somebody's yeah. Uh, not not too clever well they're all they're all slightly different aren't they though they're all because they could you can all use like it's quite a sort of gentle it, contextually this must be hard for people learning english to know the exact kind of context for each of those ones we dropped there right because they're all speci specific they're yeah. all very english and they are very english in a, in a sense that they are very i think this is the, the these are the subtle nuances of language that that non oh, so much of it is contextual no one's ever sat down on. and explained to me what a lot of these things mean you just get them Here, yeah. here's a good I, I, one that i saw this is one of the comments i think on on the, the article uh they've used you could say to a really grumpy looking person that they they had a face that could turn a funeral up a side street <laughs> <laughs> or just a face like a smacked ass yeah you got yeah. a fake face like a smacked arse swerve well the thing is that might work for a very uh, hot babe walking down the street as well you know so it could it could be like blam She's diverted the funeral. They, they were distracted. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you know, beep um, for tits or whatever. You know those signs where I think they say honk. Uh, honk, honk of your honk of your horny. Beep would imply you could go up and go like beep and like press. Them. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, honk if you're horny. Honk if you're horny. Yeah. Oh, by the way, just uh, as a change of pace, I just want to drop this out there for anyone interested. I played the Blood Bowl three uh, beta. Uh, oh yeah. And it was dreadful. Oh, it, it oh was dreadful, shit! Which really it's upset. been really delayed sad. a couple of times, right? Wasn't it meant yeah. to come out well, like a while back? Well, they've come back somehow. Apparently, this is better, but it's it was really really bad. Man, Blood Bowl Two was infuriating though. The dice. You need to give me some give them some like, feedback, uh, people. Well, I Tell did. Them what's wrong I gave them extensive okay. feedback. So the the game is the same. They changed some of the rules, which takes a bit of getting used to. That's fine. But their UI. I don't know why they made some of the decisions they made, but it's it's really bad. A lot is it of people, really clumsy? Yeah, but a lot of people said, oh, it's because it's for the console version. But if you're looking at this UI on a console screen or a Switch or whatever, you're going to see even less 
So mm. it, it, it was just, it was almost like they had never done a UI before and it, it's that bad. So it was actually insufferable. So I played one game. Oh, and the, the first time I played the game crashed on me. And the second time I, I was just like, I, I'm done. This is just so bad. So anyway. Well, yeah. that's a shame because you're a big fan of the old Blood Bowl. I am, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Like the, this is what uh, Munt, my mate Munt actually said. He said it's weird because more often than Munticus. not, Munt. Munticus, if you have a game. He's right, Munt. He is. he is. If you have a game, people expect the next version to have a lot more upgrades. All they wanted for Blood Bowl 3 was a snazzier version of Blood Bowl 2 with the new rules. Because the Games Workshop has put new rules it out just have the new rule set and just pimp it up a bit make it a bit fancy a bit more customization yeah. slightly snazzier looking better graphics got, well, that's yeah, all they actually, had to do that's all they Cyber had to do Clark messaged me he's bought a little blood bowl team i was thinking of getting one we were gonna we were gonna paint them up yeah we're interested we've always yeah. been interested in the blood games bowl. the game is what it is i mean you know it, will it's you fine. paint them yourself lewis or will you um pay somebody <laughs> to do it for I you i probably will pay someone yeah <laughs> i'm um, just wondering i just well, wanted to double it check it depends i i do little bits i've yeah. done two armies myself oh, yeah. the other two armies i haven't busy done. man i've done he's a busy yeah, guy. I've, done, I've done i've done no I've done, I've done three armies myself yeah now. yeah so i've done i've done i do i do bits but i can't it's, a, it's it takes very so time consuming. Well, also I'm not very good, and it's kind of, kind of. I have to. I'm slowly, I'm slowly learning. You I don't saw have my the army. I'm not very good, but I did. You're, it. you're, you're great, Pflex, and uh, your, your, your Germans, uh, your, your UK boys, your British boys are great. We, we played a game. It'll be out on the Games Night channel eventually. But you should get. Um, if you're interested, you know Blood Bowl well. If you're interested, you should because I think we all have um, Blood Bowl. Yeah, Ben and Tom have got Blood yeah. Bowl teams. So if you paint, if you want to get one, I, it's I interesting. don't want to play the desktop version. I mean, the, you don't want to play not version. even with the new rules. No, okay. because I'll put, I'll put it, a pin in that. It would be much more. I mean, I'd play if somebody else had an army or whatever or a team, but I'm not going to fucking do it myself. I'm flogging a dead horse. He's yeah. flogging a dead uh, horse here. He's going to. There's put another one. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a bodge, a bodge job. That's when I paint. <laughs> I'm eating humble pie right now. That's all. We're having was. a good chimwag though. We're having a good chimwag. It ain't over till the fat lady no, sings. Thank God, this isn't just that. This isn't the podcast. That would be if we I tell just. You what, I tell you what. If you want to buy a blood bowl team, it'll cost you a bomb, P Flex. Oh. Cost you a right bomb. It will. And oh, I'll like me. Oh, I'll go. I'll go pear shape. Oh. Uh, anyway, look. Sorry. Uh, so that's 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 our podcast. I think for this week. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. Yeah. Um, Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you again, and uh, we're we're loving it. We're, oh, we've got plenty to say. We got so, so much to talk about and say. Uh, we'll be back next time. We love you. Take it easy. Yes. Um, be good. Be good to one another. And, and I will. I will put a sock in it. Party um, on. Stay safe out there. There are zombies everywhere. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peace. All right. Pip. Pip. Okay. Cheerio. Cheerio. Bye. Bye.